Welcome to CryptoCast by Gunnar Cook, the leading industry podcast that brings together expert guests to discuss hot topics and useful advice for blockchain and crypto asset businesses. I am James Burney, and thank you for joining me today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of CryptoCast. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Anya Schwack, who is the Chief Legal Officer at Nexus Mutual. Hi, Anya, it's great to have you on. Good morning, James. Thank you for, so much for having me. Um, I'm delighted to be here. So just in terms of kind of setting the scene, can you give a bit of brief background on kind of what Nexus Mutual is and how it works? 100%, I would love to. Um, so Nexus Mutual, um, Nexus Mutual DAO has been in operation since 2019, um, founded by Hugh Carp, who is an actuary by trade with um, many, many years um, of experience at traditional insurance. So really the right person with the great insight into the insurance market to set up a decentralized alternative to traditional insurance. Um, and that is exactly what Nexus is. It is an Ethereum blockchain-based platform that aims to provide members with coverage. The platform uses smart contracts um, and that enables it to automate the process. So really by doing that, we removed the need for any middlemen, any intermediaries and enabled the members to interact with the platform directly. NXM are tokens native to Nexus um, and the coverage provided by Nexus includes um, various really covers. Um, so it's protection against um, hacking, bags, vulnerabilities in smart contracts, protocol cover like Aave, Curve, you know, the lending protocols. And we're currently actually looking at options around cybercrime and DNO cover. So very excited to have announced actually this week a strategic partnership with an insurer, um, a specialist in alternative risk transfer and mutuals. And actually the aim of that partnership is to expand capacity. That is that in essence, we're using the on-chain capital to cover um, excess losses in the off-chain world, um, you know, for a traditional discretionary mutual. So it's the real world use cases, no longer just a crypto world. A little bit more about the mutual. Um, it's The mutual is owned and driven by the members um, and that makes it different from the traditional insurance world where you have shareholders. The governance happens through protocol governance um, and it is the mutual members, the token holders, um, that have the power to vote on whatever the proposals are, um, decisions relating to um, issues, including, I don't know, platform operations. The members can propose and vote on changes to any aspect of the protocol. And in essence, it is those decisions that drive the mutual's future operations. And to ensure transparency and accountability, the DAO employs a concept or employs a concept that's known as claim assessment. Um, it in involves the members themselves that actually review and vote on claims. And that mechanism, again, very different to the traditional insurance, um, helps to prevent fraudulent practices and really ensures fair payout. Some figures, um, Nexus currently holds 248 million um, of assets in capital pool. Um, I think to date, it, we paid out in the region of 17 
million. But what's very important um, and worth noting is that the assets that are um, that sit in the capital pool are very transparent. You know, again, something that differentiates from the traditional insurance market. The assets are on on chain, so everyone can see that. If you've seen the recent news and heard of an insure tech company called Vestu, they discovered that fake letters of credit um, have been used on their platforms. Um, or on the platform. Um, and it is the events like those that can have an absolutely disastrous effect, not just on the company, but market in general. Um, so the transparency that Nexus offer, um, I think is crucial, not just to Nexus, but you know to the market um, in general. And one final point, um, which I think makes Nexus very special, is how seriously it takes, you know, its approach to do things correctly, you know, to to the degree that required to follow the compliance, etc. Um, and I think a prime example, and actually my favorite fact about Nexus, is that it ran potentially a first of its kind crypto voting on a special resolution. To be more technical, um, the adoption of the resolution was determined by a cryptographic poll held on Snapshot um, during the comp- Company's general meeting, which ran for three days. Um, so the special resolution required a supermajority of 75% of votes, um, which were required to adopt the resolution. Um, and this was subsequently obtained and filed at company's house, um, you know, to ensure compliance. And again, I think for, you know, people like you, James, or I, um, for lawyers, um, this is super important to see that there is that, you know, that things are taken seriously, that we are responsible in in how we act. Um, and I think that believe, um, I think that actually sets us apart from various market players um, is that great effort to ensure that we maintain that integrity. Um, so hopefully that gives you some better overview um, into Nexus. That's really interesting. Thank you. And I think one of the questions I think would pop to mind off the back of that is if I'm a company which would look to deal with a, with a someone like Nexus rather than a traditional insurer, is it kind of the same kind of process you expect with a traditional insurer or is it kind of a very different process to reflect the nature of Nexus being kind of a more of a DAO organisation? So we run KYC um, on every person that joins the, the mutual um, and then you basically um, and you purchase a cover. So it is your decision. Um, there is a simple or I would say maybe not a simple, but a simpler version of a cover wording um, that is contained in a smart contract. Um, you know, the, the you leverage against the the um, an XM token. Um, and it obviously depends on the availability. So it's not that the you know, there is an indefinite um, amount of cover um, available out there. Um, it definitely depends on the on the availability, but that is really the process. Um, and then the cover in turn um, outlines the process. If there is a claim, what you have to do, you know, what's the cool off period? As I've already mentioned, it is the actual members that vote on the claims. Um, so the process is relatively quick. I think there is, um, again, probably the team at Nexus will, will correct me. 
um, or one of my colleagues, but I think it's around three days that the vote is live. And then if it passes, if it is approved, then we get a payout. So it's definitely a um, simpler and quicker process um, than the traditional insurance. I kind of just more, more broadly, do you have any kind of tips for firms looking to work out their coverage needs and to deal with coverage risk? What sort of challenges are firms are looking to uh, for terms face when they're trying to get kind of coverage in place? Um, that's a great question. Um, I think actually there are there are a few points to that. First of all, if we're looking at crypto companies, whether it's crypto natives or companies that are actually in general in the crypto ecosystem, this is probably at the moment the hardest industry to find insurance. Um, you know, like insurance um, is a privilege. It's not a right. So the traditional insurance companies are still not comfortable with crypto um, and it is not as easy to find a cover um, online as it would be, you know, for let's say you and I to buy a content cover for your flat. Another issue at the moment, there is definitely a, a massive shortage of capital in traditional markets. Um, so again, there is that question whether the crypto companies go to um, to look for the cover in the crypto market or the more traditional market. But it's not just that. It's not just a gap in the market. What we're seeing a lot at Nexus is the lack of awareness um, of what actual types of risks exist in crypto and blockchain technology. You know, there is no just one fit it all cover um, that you can buy and that's it, you're sorted. Firms seeking coverage are very often lacking understanding um, of what they are actually exposed to. So um, there are various risks, you know, it can be market risks like crypto assets, um, price swings, volatility, um, smart contract risks, whether they hacks or exploits, um, economic design risk, um, you know, mechanics of how a token is issued, um, slashing risk, um, you know, a failure in proof of stake assets, um, and really bunch of other categories. And I think it's quite important for the companies to actually understand that, you know, and also more locally to us as well um, in the UK or Europe, um, that is damaging not only the crypto, but companies um, operating in or even related to the market. As I've already said, you know, you can be a technology solution um, ensuring a security of digital assets without actually being a custodian, let's say. All you offer is a technology services, technology platform, um, and you already will be at a disadvantage for simply just being part of the ecosystem. And just kind of lastly, because Next Mutual is kind of the first of its kind and, and it's completely new as a concept. But in terms of kind of the future, if you had a crystal ball, what do you see kind of the future of platforms such as Nexus? Do you think it's kind of a one-off? Do you think we're going to get other firms doing similar things? Do you think the insurance market is going to change altogether? Kind of if you had a crystal ball, what do you think if you're turning up in the future? A fantastic question. Um, and I think what actually I'm hearing a lot from you know, my colleagues or from the market, um, and I'm sure you've heard it too um, in the past, the the key to insurance um, and coverage industry is all about survival. Um, you know, it's not difficult to get paid premiums for selling um, coverage products. Um, we've seen that time and time again with the likes of Terra Luna, um, FTX, most 
recently curve. So really to be able to survive and to be able to build the market, I think the companies need to learn to do the risk management and diversification. Um, you know, and what I mean by that, in terms of the risk management, again, there is a lot of players that were able to gain traction when things were going good. But, you know, they could not survive the terror and FTX events because they did not have sufficient risk management in place. And that in turn led them to have significant exposure to um, these events. Um, you know, and again, that can be this can be an argument on both sides, whether it's good or bad, because um, some of those players are probably no longer on the market. They probably cease to exist. Um, but hopefully as a result, um, you know, the coming years will bring much needed discipline um, and a better risk management practices to crypto coverage platforms. Um, and then the other one, diversification, um, you know, diversifying risk that a coverage platform underwrites is a simple but very effective way to survive in the long term. Um, I think the issue, the problems um, that the market is seeing is that the different types of risk present in crypto are significantly correlated to each other. So, you know, it can be quite difficult to diversify. As a result, I gave you the example earlier on around the insure, the partnership we're doing now to basically go into the real world risks. And this is one of our initiatives um, in terms of diversifying into what we call real world coverage. Um, you know, working with traditional insurance brokers and the writers that are actually open to the likes of Nexus Mutual, um, you know, and like using the backing, um, some of that non-crypto related risk. So it is still hard. Um, you know, it does require these traditional operators to be open to crypto. You know, we've been seeing a lot of volatility, um, not just obviously we as an insurance, um, but just a crypto market in general. But we are seeing significant interest. Um, and again, the, you know, the insure partnership and kind of going into the um, retail um, industry across UK is a great sign. Um, and I think on the flip side, actually, I believe that it's not just, you know, what the, what the struggles are in the market. I think the platforms like Nexus have already a head start in terms of changes that will be introduced as a result of digital transformation. Um, you know, the traditional insurance companies using the legacy, legacy systems, um, there's always been a that bottleneck in terms terms of, you know, the, the paper-based information. Um, so actually already utilizing the um, solutions that are offered um, by blockchain, um, already putting us hopefully ahead um, of that in the future. So I do hope from a personal perspective that Nexus becomes the number one and the biggest um, alternative to traditional insurance um, out there. Um, but obviously the the risk have to be shared across the market. So as long as the players are playing responsibly, as long as there is diversification, as long as there is risk management, hopefully the market will, you know, um, flourish and and all just um, expand with time. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, the, these sorts of solutions, they're, they're intrinsic to the viability of the entire Web3 ecosystem. So, so I, I can, can only say it. I hope it all works out for, for everyone involved on that side. Thank you, Annie. That's been really brilliant to have you on. Fascinating to talk. If anyone listening would like to reach out, Annie's email is a n i a at nexusmutual.io thank you me on anya it's been fantastic thank you so much james and have a great day 
Thank you for listening to CryptoCast by Gunner Cook. Gunner Cook is a market-leading law firm advising on blockchain, Web3, crypto assets, and DeFi. Our members have been heavily involved in helping to shape the legal and regulatory framework for blockchain and crypto assets. Our team works across multiple jurisdictions, including Germany and the US. We are the only UK law firm to officially accept payments in crypto. Our client base is more than 150. Before we go, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review on your podcast service and make sure you're following Gunner Cook on social media and sign up to our CryptoCast mailing list on the Gunner Cook website. Thank you for listening.